In today's episode of Samosa Chai with Samachar, we'll talk about the recent floods ravaging parts of Assam, particularly the Kaziranga National Park, and also understand how frequent flooding is devastating for the survival of the park even though at times floods are a necessity. Assam is a flood-prone region with the river Brahmaputra being one of the main contributors to the phenomenon. The river has a basin spread over an area of 580,000 square kilometer and passes through China, India, Bangladesh and Bhutan. Brahmaputra has a high sediment content as it originates from glaciers in Tibet and carries sediments through the high slopes. These sediments are deposited in flat areas like Assam, high amounts of which cause erosion and floods. To worsen matters, Assam experiences continuous bouts of rainfall and is an earthquake-prone region that adds to the instability of the river. Add man-made factors like deforestation and habitation into the equation and you have a state experiencing frequent floods. Almost every year, Assam faces 3-4 to four waves of flood on average. Out of the total flood-affected area between the years 1998 and 2007, 3.53 lakh hectares of land falls under high to very high flood hazard categories, meaning that the area was subjected to flood at least 7 times during the given time period. The Kaziranga National Park and Tiger Reserve is no special case. It is sandwiched between the Brahmaputra River from the north and the Karbi Anglong Hills from the south. Here, however, the essence of a flood changes. For Kaziranga to thrive, floods are in fact necessary. Yes, you heard it right. The national park is a riverine or floodplain ecosystem made up of rich alluvial deposits and flourishes, courtesy to the frequent floods that replenish the water bodies and cater to the needs of the forests. It also serves as a breeding ground for fishes. Since Kaziranga is a herbivore-dominated area, it is important for it to maintain a grassland. Floods help in keeping out invasive plant species such as the water hyacinth that could grow in huge masses and prevent other native plant species from growing. But the current scenario is different. According to park officials, floods were a rare occurrence, striking around once in a decade. But between 2016 and 2021, Floods have almost occurred annually, submerging more than 60% of the national park. To add to the trouble, large-scale deforestation and water released by dams contribute to additional flooding. Such excessive flooding compels animals to move to higher grounds, in this case in the Karbi Anglong Hills, for safety. Here, animals face a new challenge of dodging vehicles on National Highway 37 which goes across the national park. This often results in the death of the animals by vehicle when they are attempting to avoid drowning in the flood. So what's the solution? A month before floods are estimated to arrive, officials keep a track on the levels of the Brahmaputra. Door-to-door vaccination drives are organized to prevent outbreak of diseases. During floods, section 144 is imposed on NH37 where gathering of more than 5 people is restricted. This is followed by putting up barricades, imposing speed limits and fining in case of misconduct. Multiple artificial highlands have also been constructed in the national park to provide refuge to the animals. These, however, are considered temporary solutions since they can potentially harm the natural ecosystem and animals used to migrating to the natural hills 
may not find artificial structures secure. While there are plans to build a flyover over NH37, the focus currently is on quicker solutions. In 2019, the Supreme Court had banned mining and other related activities around the periphery of the park and in the river's catchment areas. It also put a stop on new construction activities on private lands in the animal corridors. Hope you liked this episode. For more such chilled out podcasts on important topics, follow the channel and turn on the notifications by pressing the bell icon. Until next time.